Thank you for joining us on Facebook all around the world. We bless you today. Thank you for tuning in. And on our podcast as well, Word at the Ranch, thank you for tuning in. Just uh, say this with me online. Say this with me if you're here. Say, the, the people of God are taking back the House. We're taking back the Senate. We're taking back the Supreme Court. We've taken back the White House. We're taking back the state of California. We're taking back the United States of America. And our sons and daughters will see the best U.S. we have ever seen. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. I firmly believe that. We are coming into the best United States uh, the United States has ever seen. So praise God forevermore. The prayers of the righteous avail much. How many of you have been praying? <laughs> well, get ready to see your prayers come to pass. Amen. <laughs> see, they're coming to pass. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's just give them some praises. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah for your hand upon this nation. For your hand of covering upon this nation. A nation built in desire toward you. Thank you, Father, for your covenant with the United States of America and Israel. We give you praise. We bless Israel in Jesus' name. We cover them with the hand of God and with the blood of the Lamb. No evil shall befall them, nor shall any plague come near their dwelling. We give you praises for for raising up a people strong and mighty in faith, strong and mighty in the Word of God, strong and mighty in the Spirit of God, strong and mighty in love. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for all you're doing in our midst. Oh, we worship you for your mighty hand moving behind the scenes and now in front of the scenes. We give you all the glory for windows of opportunity opened up to the just. Prominent positions opened up to the just. And when the wicked are cut off, we shall see it. The promised land. We give you all the praises for leading us into our promised land. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We humble ourselves and pray, and you are faithful to heal our land, your word says. We do not fail to pray every single day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your healing covenant here this morning. If you're in need of your healing, reach out your arm of faith during this service and just take it. Just like I did, and I've been healed ever since. Say, I live in divine health, divine wealth and a divine relationship with Him. Say, in His presence is fullness of joy. Yes. <laughs> and life everlasting. We give you glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you in this place. Hallelujah. Everyone would just like to give a round of applause for Facebook. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I've been... Um, Publishing this gospel, publishing our services on Facebook, paying to publish them. And um, last week we reached 25,000 viewers with Terry Mice here. And we had 5,500 through plays, which means men and women watched our service from beginning to end. 5,500 of them. So if you're joining us this week, we'd like to give you a, a hello and a welcome. So thank you for joining us again this week. 
We bless you in the name of Jesus. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you where just two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. We give you free course. Speak through my lips. We come against any cares or outside distractions or disturbances of any kind. Anything anyone brought in that's not of you, Lord, we cast fully on you and let go of it now in Jesus' name. And you are faithful, our faithful caretaker, to take them all away. We thank you, Lord, for perfect peace as our mind are fixed on you, the mind of Christ. Thank you for your rest. And thank you for your healing covenant. We give you all the praises for it. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Hello, good morning. How's everyone doing today? <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Everyone's always smiling here after worship, so praise God. The joy of the Lord is definitely evident in this place, is it not? Amen. amen. Well, I just want to touch on healing today. Is that okay? I want to talk, talk on healing. I believe it's important with the changing of a season, especially into fall when the devil comes with Halloween and the flu. I think it's uh, proper of the people of God to speak against those things. You know, Halloween is, I don't know how it got on the U.S. calendar, by the way, but it is a holiday celebrating death. Uh, Christians have no business celebrating death because they've been raised from the grave. They've been raised from death and made to see with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He conquered the grave. He conquered death. And I just don't get uh, raising your kids in fear. I, I can't comprehend that. <laughs> Amen? Amen. Uh, say, I don't have the spirit of fear. But of power, love, and a sound mind. Amen, amen. So I am fully against Halloween. <laughs> I will be observing something else. Thank you. And that's probably the blood of Jesus who raised us up into life, liberty, and justice with himself. Amen forevermore. So praise God. Hallelujah. Say, I'm alive. alive. With the life of Christ. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Well, I'm just handing this service over to the Lord because I have no notes and I didn't know where he wanted to go, but it's going to come out perfect because he's the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he's the Lord and the Holy Spirit's the instructor. He's the comforter. He's the teacher. Amen. And he's in our midst today. Amen. Say, the Holy Spirit dwells big in me. He leads me into all truth and teaches me all things. Let's start in Isaiah 54 if we can. Isaiah 54. Let's go 53, sorry. Isaiah 53. Amen, amen. I suffered with a chronic illness for about a year and a half. I had about 10% energy. My weight went down to about 150 pounds, and uh, anything I ate was not building back my weight. I went to three different specialists, and none of them really diagnosed me with anything. One said anemia, one said malabsorption syndrome. It's just my, my gut, my body wasn't really uh, digesting anything and building protein in my body. And the Lord healed me, amen? That was about 2007. I went to culinary school. I've been healed ever since, amen? Yes. Praise God, I've been walking in divine health. My weight went back up to 220, the largest I'd ever been of muscle, not really working out, just the Lord showing off on my behalf that I am the Lord that healeth thee, amen? And he'll raise you up out of the ash heap and place you on a high hill. If you've suffered chronic illness, I have good news for you. The Lord is not a respecter of persons. He's just a respecter of faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more 
you hear this message, faith will rise, faith will build, and your healing will build and rise as well in your mortal man. It's the spirit of God within us, the Bible says, that quickens our mortal body. And it's the spirit of man within him that sustains him in bodily harm and trouble and infirmity, the Bible says. So we build our spirit, man, and healing comes from the inside out. Say, I'm an in and out Christian. In and out. That's what a Christian's all about, amen? Yes. The kingdom of God's within us, it comes from within us, and it manifests on the outside. Amen. Business ideas, all those things start within us, then they come out and manifest themselves in the earth, amen? amen. Praise God. Say, everything starts within. Everything starts within. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Isaiah 53, we'll start here, 53.1. Who has believed our report? And to, to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Say, it's been revealed to me. Say, I have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is speaking expressly to me. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and every scholar agrees that this is talking about the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And as a root out of dry ground, he has no form or comeliness. I believe he was beautiful, by the way. He bypassed man's sin and transgression, amen. He was birthed from God in heaven straight to, to Mary's womb without sin. You're looking at a beautiful guy, in my opinion, amen, without any contaminants of sin. I believe this is talking about the cross. He has no form or comeliness when the sin of the world started coming upon him. And literally, scholars say he was like twisted into a snake, serpent-looking creature on the cross just like that snake in the wilderness that Moses held up on that rod. Isaiah gives that account of him, his body literally being manged and mangled like that as the sin and the curse of the law came upon him. So he has no form or comeliness. He lost his form. He lost his beauty on the cross. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. That word sorrows and griefs in the literal Hebrew literally means pains and sickness. Literally. So you can cross out sorrows and grief. Those are the definitions of those two words in Hebrew. A man of pains and acquainted with sickness. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely. Say surely. Surely. Surely he has. Say has. That's past tense now. And this is Isaiah looking upon the, forward to the cross. Now that we're B.C. after the cross, we're looking back onto the cross and Isaiah's prophecy of the coming king who would take our infirmities and bore our sicknesses and carry away our diseases. Surely he has borne our griefs. That word griefs is pains there in Hebrew. Say surely again. Surely. surely. Get that in your spirit. Because when you get that in the spirit, you'll live a healthy life. Amen? Amen. Surely, surely, surely. He has borne our pains. He has borne our pains. So you have to meditate the word to get it in you. You have to eat it. You have to chew it. That word meditate in Hebrew and Greek literally means to chew or to devour. Literally to mummer or to murmur to oneself repeatedly. It's not sitting in a corner in a lotus position going, um. <laughs> That's not biblical meditation. That's Eastern meditation. That's not Bible meditation. Meditation in the Bible literally means to say out loud to oneself repeatedly. Amen. So you have to eat this word, amen, that's being read or preached or taught. You have to then take it and then devour it. It's not just enough to hear it. You then have to devour it and eat it by speaking it. So surely he has borne our pains. Again, if you get that grief, if you get that word in you, pains will leave your body. As you sow the word into your system, pains will leave your system. 
the word's more powerful than your pain. Many, many, many people keep talking the pain, but if they talk the word, the pain would leave. <laughs> God told his people they can have what they say, but they're saying what they have instead. You just, you just say what God says and you'll be all right, amen? <laughs> if we just say what God says, this nation will be all right, amen? amen. Our families will be blessed, amen? amen? If we just say what God says, we'll live blessed, happy lives in the name of Jesus. Surely he has borne my pain. Make it personal. This is a love letter to you. Surely he has borne my pains, plural. See, I don't have to bear them anymore. He took them. I don't have to bear them. And carried away our sicknesses. Literally, sorrows there is sicknesses again. He carried away our sicknesses. Well, I don't even like owning up the sickness because it's not mine in the first place because it didn't come from God. It came from the devil. God does not have sickness to deal with. He doesn't have sickness to use to teach you. He has his word to use to teach you. And if you had his word in the first place, you wouldn't get sick because you have his word on the subject. Therefore, resist the devil who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he will flee from you, the Bible says. So we resist sickness and disease with what? With the same thing Jesus resisted the devil with, the word. He said in the wilderness when he was tempted three times, it is written. Well, it is written, no, he's borne my pains and he's carried away my sicknesses. I'm not going to carry them right now. And I'll never carry them, amen? amen. My Savior's carried them on his back for all eternity, amen? amen? Say, I'll never be sick a day in my life. I give no place to pain. Pain, if you're in my body, if you've been in my body, I cast you out right now. In the name of Jesus, pain get, pain leave. Say, I'm pain free. And I celebrate that victory. See, it's a victory that's already been accomplished. Amen? I'm pain free. This is past tense. I'm pain free. I'm living in victory, not defeat. Amen? Hallelujah. For the cross. And carried away our sicknesses. He carried them away. I'm not going to go to try to pick them back up off my Savior. Amen? He carried them away for good. I do not have to bear them. Yet we esteemed him stricken smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace, literally shalom and prosperity, was upon him. Say, I'm rich through his poverty. That's what this verse is saying here. It's literally saying what 2 Corinthians 9, 8 says. Sorry, 8, 9 says. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. Through his poverty we were made rich. The chastisement of our prosperity and shalom was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Now he brings it into the present. We are healed. If you were healed, you are healed. Amen? And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. His blood and his victory is bigger than any disease that can ever try to come down your path. Or your children's path. Amen? Say the blood of the Lamb is upon my fam. <laughs> the blood of the Lamb is upon my fam. Amen. Death can't come through the doorposts that the blood's on. Amen. No sickness, no disease shall come near your dwelling where the blood is. Amen. And by His stripes we are healed. Say, I am healed. The Word said it. I believe it. That settles it. Say, I believe the Word. I believe the word. More, than my body. more than my body. My body will pass away. 
But the word will never pass away. The word changes my body. I don't use my body to change the word. Uh-huh. Which a lot of Christians and even sadly ministers have done. They've used their minds, their bodies to change the word of God into their own doctrine. But if you just stick with the word of God and exalt it, he'll change your doctrine, your mind, and your body. Amen. Amen. Praise God forevermore. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, but the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all and brought him right back and brought us right back into the sheepfold. Isn't it good to be in the sheepfold <laughs> and not alone, isolated, where the wolves can attack and destroy you? The devil's always trying to isolate folk, especially in the body of Christ, because they're one body. And he knows that. And if we operate together, we get the job done. But if you're isolated, uh, he can devour you. You've got to stay under a spiritual covering and you've got to run with the fold. Amen? Say, I'm a flock person. I run with a team. Jesus had a team. Paul had a team. We are a team. Amen. I don't separate. I've separated. Everyone has at one point. You've drawn back. The devil has pushed you back. Some call it backsliding. It's more like back pushing from the devil. I'm not sliding anywhere. It's the devil. We have opposition. We have an adversary. Amen. Again, there'd be no sin on the earth if it wasn't for Satan. Sin, sickness, and Satan are all synonymous. They're one and the same. Amen. No Satan, no sickness. No death, no disease. Life forevermore. Jesus summed it up in John 10.10, and that's the verse we have to judge the Old Testament by and the New Testament by. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come to give life and life more abundantly. How dare they put Halloween before Christmas? Amen? The thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, but, but Christmas. But I have come to give life and life more abundantly. I don't know about you, but in our house, we start listening to Christmas music in July. Christmas in July. And then we saw it everywhere on Hallmark movies everywhere this year. Christmas in July. We're like, we started a trend, amen? The world's caught on and now they're marketing it. They're making money off our ideas. What the heck? Christmas in July, amen? Praise God for that one. There, I posted some, some pretty harsh comments on our Facebook page for about a week. I was actually uh, draining my Facebook swamp, so to speak. Yeah. And I got a lot of Democrat uh, <laughs> comments on there, a lot of hate comments, a lot of opposition. But praise God, uh, they're not on there anymore. So uh, it was effective. I drained my Facebook swamp. Thank you for all my friends on Facebook now. Amen. Who support Donald Trump, by the way? And the Republican platform. You know, you're nearly not voting for the president as much as the platform he stands on, right? Just like you're not listening to me as much as you're listening to the word. This is the platform I'm preaching from. And this is the platform everybody should be preaching from, hopefully. Amen? And if it doesn't line up with the platform, dismiss it. Amen? So you're voting for the platform. You're voting, you know, against murder, <laughs> against pedophilia, against all those things when you vote on the Republican platform, who's pro-life, not pro-death. Amen. I'm Elisha Venanzi. I approve this message. <laughs> Wanted to get, just wanted to get that in there because it's now legal and I'm exercising my rights based on the Constitution and the laws that have been passed to preach politics from the pulpit. So I hope all preachers are doing that Amen. and not just shying away and hiding off someplace. Well, your churches will go under, I guarantee it. 
If God can't call you, to count on you to be faithful, to preach truth and not death, and to warn people what they're really getting themselves into. If you don't vote, you're pro-abortion. Because you didn't vote. Thank you. Now that blood's on you. If you do vote pro-abortion, now you're an accomplice to murder. And that blood's on you. So there's only one solution. Vote the platform, amen? amen. Vote for life, not death. How many of us are pro-life? Amen. Yeah, not pro-death, amen? Right. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Well, I'm glad I got that in in the midst of our healing amen. sermon here. Right. Amen. If you humble yourself and pray, I will heal your land. It ties right in, amen? amen. Praise God. God is healing this nation, and the devil ain't going to stop us, amen? amen. Hallelujah. Say, so I come against the devil's agenda. In the name of Jesus and in the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If God's people will resist him, he will run from you as if in terror, the Bible says. You know, the devil is afraid of us. And you just stand until the devil leaves. Amen. If you feel like you're in a fight or a warfare, all God told you to do is just stand until he runs away. Amen. The devil trembles at us. Amen. He's afraid of us. Praise God. That's why he's trying to silence the voice of the church. No voice, no authority. Amen. Masks, just to silence your voice. No voice, no authority. Satan knows that. He's trying to button your lips. But if you keep speaking the word of God, hey, you can speak it in your house and, and affect your whole neighborhood. Amen. You can shout praises from your house and have it affect your whole neighborhood. Amen. You can't silence the church. Praise God forevermore. Because the Bible promises us the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, the church. Amen. Say, I'm his body. Part of his fullness that fills all in all. Amen, amen. So I now go with me to Matthew in the New Testament, Matthew 8, 17. Boy, these scriptures did me much good. These scriptures healed my body. Amen. They'll work for you too if you take them and use them. David took five stones from the brook to defeat the Goliath, and all he needed was one. All you need is one living word to defeat your giant, amen, and to change your life forever. Matthew. Matthew 8, 17. We got so many um, messages on Facebook from people reaching out in prayer last service. It was awesome. I was responding to them all week. Um, blindness, deafness. People just reaching out for healing. So praise God, God is moving. And I always give them these two verses because they work really well for me. <laughs> and they'll work really well for anyone that uses them. Say, the word is my sword. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. I got news for you. If you have cancer, if you've been diagnosed with cancer or a brain tumor or something like that, the word will cut it out sharper than any physician's scalpel. Amen. The word is your sword and your weapon. It'll cut out any disease in your life, guaranteed, if you use it. You have to use the word. You have to speak it over your body and your mind. Amen? You have to apply it. It's not enough to just hear it. Now you have to run with it and take it and use it. Amen? Say again, the word is my weapon. My sword of warfare. That I wage good warfare with. And I win every time. Because though I may fail, the word never does. Mm -hmm. there's another verse that says he's exalted his word above his name 
I use his word, amen, more than I use his name. We're in the name, but we have his word, amen, to use skillfully, amen. Say, I'm a skillful soldier in the army of God. Ooh, and he's raising up his army. Get ready. You're going to see preachers popping up on the streets everywhere. I guarantee it. Amen, amen. Matthew 8, 17. Hallelujah. Let's start in verse 6. Let's start in verse 14. Let's just keep backing it up. Say, Jesus is the healer. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he healed me before, he's faithful to heal me again. Say, it is finished. Mm-hmm. Let those words sink in. It is finished. I'm not going after my healing. No, nope, it is finished. I have it. It belongs to me. It's the children's bread. It's been bought and paid for through his blood. It belongs to me. It's my inheritance. I have it. I'm not going after it. He's already freely given it to me. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, I loved Peter because he was a family man. Amen. And he had his mother-in-law living in his house, apparently. When evening had come, they, uh, sorry, now when Jesus had come, verse 14, Matthew 8, 14, into Peter's house. See, Peter had a house. He wasn't a poor hippie by the sea that Jesus just plucked up. No, he was a businessman who owned ships, the Bible says, and a fishing business that was passed down from his family. He was in the family business, amen? amen. Have you ever met a poor Jew? No, it doesn't exist. All his disciples were Jewish. It said Peter's house. He owned this house. It didn't say the bank's house. It didn't say the government's house. It said Peter's house. He owned it. He owed no man anything but to love him. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, say, I have a house. God's not a respecter of persons. Say, I own my house. Say, I own houses. God's not against me. He's for me. And if God is for me, nothing can be against me. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand. Where was Peter? <laughs> he could have done this job. Jesus was always trying to get him to do this. Amen. <laughs> to train them. Disciple literally means disciplined one. He's trying to train his disciples day after day after day. Peter could have touched her. Hey, get up. Jesus is here. Amen. And that fever would have left her. Amen. Exercise his authority in his own house. He saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever, so he touched her hand, and the fever left her. See, all you need is one touch from the living Savior, from the living Lord, to heal your body forever. And then you keep your healing through the Word of God. That's why it's not enough for just a manifestation of the Holy Spirit to touch you and heal you, and you live on that. You need to live on the Word to keep your healing. I've learned that. You have to have the Word, a daily dose of your medicine. Proverbs 4.20 calls the Word our daily medicine our medicine to all our flesh. You have to come it in every day because there's so many contaminants trying to come at you every day from the enemy. Amen. So we need our medicine. Amen. We t I take a daily multi. I take a daily scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you're feeling sick, if symptoms are trying to come on you, just double the dose. Triple the dose if you have to. That's what I do. I keep taking God's medicine plain day, morning, afternoon, and night when symptoms are trying to come in. And, at, and, you know, and, and put pressure on my body. I just doubled the dose of the word. No, by his stripes I was healed, and through his poverty I was made rich. I just keep saying that and confessing that. But it's not enough to live on yesterday's potatoes. How many of you had breakfast? You broke the fast today, right? And you usually have breakfast, breakfast to break the fast every morning. 
You can't, your body can't live on yesterday's food. It needs new nourishment. It's the same with your spirit. You can't live on yesterday's word. You have to live on the rhema word today for you. Amen? Amen. So take your living medicine and his life and healing to all your flesh. Now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his muscle, and he touched her hand, and the fever left. And she arose and served them. What a heart. Served them. And she arose and served them. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. So apparently he had a, uh, he was known to be casting out devils. Even the Jews, even people who may not have been aware of spiritual things brought to him many who were demon-possessed because they saw changes in people's lives. And he cast out the spirits with a word. Again, he used the word against the enemy. Get that. Again, he used words against the devil. And you'll have to too. You can't think thoughts against the enemy. You have to speak words against thoughts. And your, your words will change your thoughts every time. Your words dictate what you think. I've said this so many times. <laughs> if I'm at home and I tell my wife and kids I'm going to the store, my body lines up, starts the car, goes to the store. And if I don't say it, I don't do it. If I don't say anything, I'm not going to move usually. So you have to say something to move. You have to say something to work. Amen? If you're feeling sluggish one morning and symptoms are on you, no, I'm getting out of bed. And you'll get out of bed. Amen? Amen? Amen. Your tongue is stronger than your mind. God knows that. The devil knows that. So that's why he's trying to shut you up. Amen? With those stupid masks. (laughs) They're ridiculous. So dumb. I don't know about you, but that disease is in the past, and the economy is opening back up, and it seems like the Democratic Party is trying to just uh, reverse the curse again, you know, or uh, apply the curse again and keep the people folded, oppressed. Amen? Any, Any person who's come from a communist nation or socialistic nation can smell it, and they are voting Republican, I guarantee it. Amen. You do not want a socialistic, communistic government in the United States of America, believe me. Lies. The devil is the father of lies. If people do not have Christ, they cannot speak truth. Now they may use the truth and distort it and twist it, but it's not in them. Because if Christ is, in the, is not in them, the truth can't get in them. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen? I don't believe anyone who's not in Christ. Jesus said that. I don't, know, I don't believe any man, because I know what's in man. He doesn't commit himself to any man, he said, just to the Father, because he knew what was in man. Amen. Christ, Jesus, is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me, Jesus said. He is the way. You cannot come to love himself. You cannot come to grace, prosperity, and healing without coming through Christ. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And he will not turn down anybody who comes in through him. He's a good, good Lord and Savior. He's very compassionate. He healed and cast out devils that came to steal, kill, and destroy everywhere he went. We see that all throughout the Gospels. And he cast out the spirits with a word, and he healed all who were sick. Say all. Not one person left out. He healed all who were sick who came to him. That's the key. You have to come to him to receive. Amen. Those who, believe God must, those who believe must first believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, who are disciplined disciples to seek him. Amen. I seek him, I get healed. I seek him, I prosper. 
I seek him, I get better marriage, better relationships. He's the all in all, amen? I seek his face, not his hand, amen? I seek him, the fullness of him, amen? Because everything's in him. He's the all in all, the all-sufficient one. He's more than enough. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled. Say fulfilled. So now this is fulfilled in your ears and, and eyes as well this morning. That it might be fulfilled. That's past tense. This is a fulfillment. It's already been accomplished. Fulfilled. Past tense. Which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, He himself took past tense our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Say, I'll never carry him again. Now that I know the truth. And the truth has set me free. Oh, say it's good to be free. It's good to be healthy. In body and in mind. And only Jesus and his word can do that. Amen. Hallelujah. And now let's look at that verse, 1 Peter 2.24. We just read about Peter's house. 1 Peter 2.24. If you stay with the word, it'll work. If you stay with the word, it will healeth thee. Psalms 107.20, he sent his word and healeth thee, and healed thee, and delivered thee from all thy destructions. The word does the work. And the word activates the Holy Spirit to do the work. Remember that in the beginning? Genesis 1. In the beginning, God said, in the little, little shumash, in the little Hebrew, it, it, he said, light was. Or he said, light be. It was a commandment, not a suggestion. <laughs> You're a commandment, not a suggestion. He said, Catherine, be. Clarissa, be. Amen. You're a commandment from God. A saint, a sent one. That's a commandment. In the little shumash, he said, light be, light was. He commanded it. Notice his word went first and then the light came. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with us. First the word, then the Holy Spirit performs the word. Amen. Signs follow the preaching of the word. We're at 1 Peter 2.24. Can you hold your place right there? And real quickly while we're on here, go to Mark 16 and the Great Commission. I just need to preach this repeatedly, the Lord says. Because everybody needs to get this. Because say, this is my great commission. It's a mission. Say, I'm a missionary. (laughs) That's where missionary came from. You're on mission through the great commission. Luke 16, 14. Sorry, Mark. Luke was the physician. If you want to see the the healings of Jesus, there's no better gospel than than Luke, by the way, because he was a doctor. So he outlines those more than any other gospel. But Mark 16, 14. Later he appeared to the leaven as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. Sometimes you have to do that with yourself, I found. Uh, Unbelief and doubt, get. I rebuke thee in the name of Jesus. No, I'm a believer, not an unbeliever. I live by faith, not by sight. Because they did not believe those who had seen him, their testimony after he had risen. And he said to them, go into all the world. Go into all the world. That doesn't say earth. It says world, the world system. 
that's forms of government, that's schools, that's places of business. Go into all the world, not into all the earth, not into a lake house by yourself in the middle of Michigan somewhere, <laughs> but go into all the world, the world system, business, amen, the economy. Go into all these places. Christians have failed in this regard to go into all the world. They've hidden instead, and they've let the devil hide them away. But Jesus says a light on a hill cannot be hidden. Even if you hide yourself in a, in a basement, <laughs> like Joe Biden does, um, <laughs> your light's still going to be seen by somebody. Amen? You're a light on a hill. Praise God for President Trump who's out there among the masses. Because the Bible has told him as a born and being believer that his light shall not be diminished and shall not be snuffed out. Amen. And a light on a hill cannot be hidden. Amen? Amen. That's God backing him. Amen? Praise God. While he was diagnosed with the coronavirus, still going out, that's God's strength in him. Amen? Praise God forevermore. Say, I know Jesus. He's the healer. So does Donald Trump. Amen, amen, amen. Go into all the world and preach the good news to every creature. Every creature. <laughs> Even that squirrel you see over there. Start practicing on the animals, amen? Preach the gospel to every creature, amen? <laughs> he who believes. If you have a boss and you think he's a snake, start on him. <laughs> Preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. See, that's a sign and wonder that follows me as a believer. I lay hands on the sick, and they do recover. Verse 19, So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached. Hey, they did what he said. They went out and preached, or spoke the word, everywhere, everywhere. They filled the streets, they filled the businesses, they filled, they, they filled the Senate, they filled the House of Representatives, they filled the Supreme Court, they filled the White House. They preached everywhere, amen? A great army among them, everywhere the Lord. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with, that word them is in italics, the translators added it. So you can cross it out, it's not in the original Greek. The translators added that word, them, there. So the literal reads, And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with and confirming the word. The word. Amen. Doesn't that make the Great Commission a little more understandable? He works with his word. Light be, light was. He works with his word, so you have to speak it to see it. And confirming the word through the accompanying signs Amen. The word will always bring proof and demonstration, signs and wonders. Follow the speaking of the word. So if you need to see a change in your finances, you need to get the word on it and then speak it. And the word will perform that, that miracle, that change. Amen. And if you need a change in your body, you have to find the word on it and then speak it. And the Holy Spirit will back up the word and perform it. Amen. The word activates the Holy Spirit on the earth. First the Word, then the Holy Ghost. Amen? You speak it to see it. Amen? You speak it, He'll do it. Amen. 
he hastens or literally quickens his word to perform it. And angels travel, I think, faster than the speed of light. They're there in an instant. There's no time in the spirit. Amen? Light be like what? It didn't take long for the word to work when it's released in faith. The faith of the Father or your faith that's in you, the measure of faith. It shouldn't take that long. As you build your faith more and more, the things you say start coming to pass faster and faster and faster. Amen. Isn't this good? Isn't this good? I just preach myself happy. <laughs> I'm happy. How about you? <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength. Now back to First Peter. Hallelujah. How's everyone doing online? <laughs> Love you all. 25,000 people reached with our last service. Praise God forevermore. And we got to bless Terry and Renee too, apostles in the faith. And the Lord increases us more and more. And them. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. He's so faithful, isn't he? Steps of the righteous get brighter and brighter until the end. 1 Peter 2, 24. Is everybody there? Am I on the right? I'm in 2 Peter. No wonder it's looking weird. 1 Peter 2.24. I'm going to get a new Bible soon. I have too much writing. I can't even see the books anymore. <laughs> All right. 1 Peter 2.24. Let's just start in verse 21. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us. For us. Get that. You don't have to suffer. He suffered for you. So... Pride would be, now I have to suffer. Humility says, I don't have to suffer because he already suffered. Humility humbles itself under the word and what it says. It doesn't just think what it wants to think. His thoughts become your thoughts as he takes the word into consideration. So he suffered for us. You don't have to suffer. <laughs> Suffering is not the Christian's responsibility, so get rid of it. It was Jesus' responsibility. Christ. He took suffering for Christians. Christians, amen? Christ took suffering for Christians. You don't have to suffer. The devil put suffering on people. Stealing, killing, and destroying. That's suffering. Sickness is suffering. God doesn't have it. He's not bipolar. He doesn't take all the sickness of the world on his only begotten son and then put it on his own children. No, you're not Christ. You're not your Savior. Amen. He is, amen? amen? We have a Lord that's taken everyone. Amen. I don't have to take it. Yes. I am not called to suffer in this life. Amen. He was. The spotless lamb, amen? That took the sins and, the, and transgressions of the whole world. No devil, no suffering. No adversary bliss. Amen? amen. Say, I'm living in the Garden of Eden for the rest of my life. And I won't let the serpent come into it. Kick his butt. Get rid of him. Amen? Stand up. Be counted. Use your authority. Hallelujah. Say sickness, get. I have authority over you. I speak to you in the name of Jesus. Leave my surroundings. Leave my family. In Jesus' name now. That's how you ought to wake up in the morning. Tell the devil what to do and then tell your angels what to do. Amen? Praise God. Satan was a fallen angel. 
He was created to be spoken to. Get that. He was created to be spoken to. So you have to speak to him for him to hear. You can't think at him to hear. <laughs> I think against him. No, this ain't X-Men. <laughs> you got to speak, man. <laughs> you got to cast them out with your words. Just like Jesus did. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. First Peter 2, and he's left us example, verse 21. Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving in an example that we should follow his steps. Not for suffering, but for the next verse. Who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. So he only spoke the word. He only spoke those things his father said, he said. That's our example. Not to suffer, but to speak the word to not suffer. Amen? Who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. Here's the example. When he suffered, he did not threaten. Or when he was persecuted, he did not threaten back. You know, persecution comes with a hundredfold according to the word. So when persecution comes your way, you ought to be praising God because blessings are right around the corner. Persecution is a sign that blessings are on, your, and are on their way to you. It's a sign. Persecution comes with a hundredfold, the Bible says. So bring it up. <laughs> more persecution, the more the blessing. The bigger the blessing, amen? Paul experienced this. He was persecuted more than any Christian who's ever lived, including Christ, in my opinion. You can read all about him. Persecuted everywhere he went. And then in his final book, he said, I will come to Rome in the fullness of the blessing. His persecutions taught him something, that when he's persecuted, he gets blessed. Amen. And he said to us, I will come to you, Rome, in the fullness of the blessing. Fullness of the blessing. Say, persecution brings blessings. Persecution yeah. brings blessings. Amen. I'm not opposed to them. Verse 24, sorry, 23. But committed himself to him. When he was suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him. That's God. He only committed himself to God, he said, not to man. He committed his soul, his body, and his spirit to God, not to man committed himself to him who judges righteously with the word. Verse 24. Who himself, say himself, himself. who himself bore, past tense, our sins in his own body, in his own body, on the tree. See, he, empty, he was emptied of sin to fill himself with your sins and the sins of mankind. He was a spotless lamb to take the sin of the world upon and within himself who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we having died to sin, say I'm dead to sin, might live for righteousness. How can I live for righteousness? Because I'm now dead to sin. That's how. I'm dead to sin so that I can live a righteous life in right standing with God, acting upon his word, because I'm now dead to sin. By whose stripes you were healed. Here it is in the New Testament if you need proof. By his stripes, you were, past tense, healed. Past tense again. We're healed. We're healed. Notice the correlation with sin and sickness. He took sin. He took sickness. He took sin. He took sickness. Amen. Say, I'm sin-free. Sin 
Therefore, I'm sick free. Jesus took them. I don't have to bear them. Amen. He's the last Adam. The first Adam transgressed. He opened the door to sin, sickness, and Satan. Then we have the last Adam, Jesus Christ, who closed the door forever and gave us eternal life. Life in full. Every whit whole. Life more abundantly. Body, soul, and spirit. Three parts of man. Completely redeveloped. From the top of our head to the soles of our feet. Let's all stand and do that. That's how I'm being instructed and led. Father, we bless your holy name. We thank you, Father, for sending your only begotten Son, your first begotten Son, to bear the sins and sicknesses of the world, to bear the curse, the poverty, and the lack of the world. In you is fullness of joy. In you we are blessed. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for healing us. We call you Jehovah Rapha. You are our healer. Not just Lord and Savior, but our great physician. The great I am. The healer of your people. There is not one feeble amongst their tribes. Not one feeble. You promise to give us strength. Our daily bread. We receive a fresh dose of your spirit right now during this service. I receive health and healing. And now place your hand on the top of your head. From the top of my head. Say, my hands are anointed. He told me to lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I'm healed, I confess. From the top of my head. <laughs> to the soles of my feet. Body, I speak expressly to you now in the authority of Jesus and in his blood. I call you well. Joints, I call you healthy. Body, I call you whole. I am healed. I am the healed. He is my healer. He never changes. He never leaves me or forsakes me. He is my healer. I've made him my healer. And from this day forward, I will call him my physician. Thank you, Lord, for your benefit package. You sent your word and healed me. You redeemed my life from destruction. You crowned me with glory and honor. And in your presence is fullness of joy. Say, my body's happy today because it's healed. The healer's in the house. I've invited him in. Say, the physician lives in my home. I have an at-home physician who answers when I call. Say, he's always on time. He's a perfect doctor. He knows my every need, my want and desire. And he sent his word and healed me. Say, I'll never be the same. His word is truth, and I attach myself to it. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Now laugh at infirmity. Laugh at it. Laugh disease and every virus known to man in the face. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you,
Hallelujah. Say, I'll never be sick again. Not by my power. Not by my strength or might. But through his covenant. His eternal work. Settled forever. On earth and in heaven. Through his blood. Say, I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. Did anyone get something from that online as well? We just stretch out our hand to Facebook in Jesus' precious name. We pray over everyone watching, every prayer request that's come in for healing. We bind the devil off your lives in Jesus' precious name. And we confess healing and restoration to you and your families in the name of Jesus. Now, Holy Spirit, come in. You're not a respecter of time or place. Come into their houses. Come into wherever they're watching and touch them now. Hasten your word to perform it with the accompanying signs and wonders following. We give you all the praises for their healing today. Amen. And write in and comment to us. Let us know who you are. Let us know about your healing. If you have a testimony, just, just write it in that comment box. Amen. We love you guys and we thank you guys. And we'd like to take up an offering for our services. If you'd like to give, you can make out a, your donation to a Elishamark Ministries or Word at the Ranch. Amen. And if you're online, you can give at ElishamarkMinistries.com. So we can just keep blessing others. Amen. And promoting this gospel. Like I said, I spent, a, it was 100 bucks last week to promote it on Facebook. And I'm just going to do that every week. And just pay to publish the gospel because 80% of the world is on Facebook. Amen. <laughs> So praise God. Lord, we thank you for more to give with. We thank you, Lord, for more to live with. We thank you, Lord, that we are blessed to be a blessing and that I stand in agreement with everyone who gives today for a 30, 60, and 100-fold return on all their seeds sown into good ground of the Holy Word that has gone forth today in Jesus' precious name, a ministry of integrity in Jesus' name. We bless you for it, Father. We bless you for sending resources our way. You are our shepherd. We shall not be in want. We thank you, Lord, for meeting our wants. We live in our wants, not in our needs. Thank you, Father, for it. That every need has already been met. Every single need has already been met. <laughs> we just give you praises, Lord. We laugh at needs. We laugh needs in the face because your word says you meet every single need. Not by our power and might, but by your spirit, saith the Lord. We call every need met today in Jesus' name. And our wants and desires are coming to pass in this land of promise. Wherever you are with his promises is your land of promise. Amen. And you can change your economy. You can change your nation. You can change wherever you're at with his word. Amen. Amen. The best days are ahead of you. The best days for the United States are ahead of us. And we are going to see the United States like we've never seen before. Praise God forevermore. We thank you for coming out today. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye for now.